And Brad Foster is standing by. Hi, Brad. Hey, Jesse. How are you going? Good, thanks. The case that gripped a nation, actually two nations, I think, the fatal mushroom yeah. lunch in which three yes. people died. There's been a development. There has. And now two months after Ian Wilkinson attended that lunch with his wife, Heather, host Erin Patterson, and Erin's former in-laws, Don and Gail Patterson, Mr Wilkinson was released from hospital on the weekend, or Friday, actually. Um, now, he uh, he was there with, um, as I mentioned, the, the couple, including his wife, three of the people at that lunch died. Uh, they ate beef wellington, uh, but the dish was believed to have contained the deadly death cap mushroom. Uh, now, Mr. Uh, Wilkinson, has, oh, uh, his wife, Heather, Don and Gail Patterson died within days of, of uh, the lunch. Now, the lunch host has strenuously denied the accusation that she was in any way to blame, and she said she felt unfairly portrayed as a villain. Now, Ian Wilkinson's family said on Saturday he had made significant progress in his recovery. Um, He was released from hospital, as I mentioned, after two months of treatment, and police are still uh, continuing with their investigations. But as yet, there's no new information, Jesse. Yeah, well, no matter how the investigation ends up, Brad, you'd have to assume it'll add some tension to the marriage. It certainly will. It certainly will. Yeah, okay, let uh, us know if there's any other breakthroughs. Go on. Yes, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, one of those stories that uh, I guess people just can't believe, and uh, we want to we want to find out what happened, and uh, I'm sure the police are doing everything they can to uh, to work out what actually went on. Big election campaign here and everyone's working out what they will and won't spend on. Now, last week we talked about the New South Wales state budget. You talked about where some money was being allocated, but there was also some news of cuts to the arts and particularly the film industry. What's going on? Yeah, well, this was apparently flagged pre-budget, but there was no indication of what the cuts would be. And now we've learned that the government is cutting $60 million to the state's screen or film funding programs. Now, in the past, New South Wales producers have been able to apply for funding to entice film and television production companies to shoot shows in New South Wales. This was called a Made in New South Wales fund, and it's the state's major production attraction program and has supported international uh, and local projects like George Miller's Mad Max Furiosa, Disney Plus's The Artful Dodger and Amazon's The Lost Flowers of uh, Alice Hart. And now, according to the most recent Australian Bureau of Statistics uh, survey on the film industry, the New South Wales screen industry generated more than $3 billion in total income in 2021-22. And of the 4,500 film and video production businesses in Australia, just over 3,000 are based in New South Wales. Uh, now, the Screen Producers Association CEO, Matthew Dina, says... They have calculated that around 85 projects are affected by this funding cut with up to 30,000 jobs uh, that are generated by that risk. So it's one budget cut that's not going to uh, only affect a lot of people, but an entire industry, Jesse. Yeah, for sure. And we have similar conversations over here. It's always quite hard to tell exactly what's going on because there is um, something quite lovely it's quite glamorous about supporting the film industry or the video game industry that you don't get when mm. you are subsidising or um, 
incentivizing say fencing wire industry so it's always hard to work out whether the whether the expense and the investment is justified or, or whether it's more of a, a kind of a nice to have what do you make of it yeah i think to me it's it's sort of like um the victorian government um putting up money for the the f1 um car race uh, which is a lot yeah. of money but the the income that it generates um, certainly outweighs whatever the investment was. And I think the film industry say that for every dollar invested, they get $20 back. And uh, and it's it's hard. I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he's a freelance sound recordist over the weekend, and he's very experienced. He's worked on hundreds of or 100 probably plus movies. Yeah. Uh, most recently, The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart with Sigourney Weaver, which uh, shot in Sydney last year. And he's just come back from three months in Broken Hill filming the, the new series of The Flying Doctors. Cool. And he's, re- he's really now not sure where his next job is going to come from. Um, now, there are other programs in other states, but if, uh, if Queensland or the Gold Coast bids for a... Uh, a, a new production then they use local people and they have to use local people so even if my friend qualified for uh filming in queensland or victoria or perth he may he probably couldn't do that um so uh, yeah he's uh he's now uh thinking about uh, an alternative career after 30 plus years in yeah the, in the film gosh business. i'm sorry to hear that and, and i guess that's the downside of the federal system you'd never hear about uh, auckland crew being unable to work in wellington for example um mm. okay look we better get to the rugby brad the wallabies <laughs> are pretty much out of the world cup they are a very sad day for Australia, although we, we saw the writing on the wall, uh, beaten by Wales and, and not just beaten, but thrashed. Uh, Eddie Jones was, he couldn't have apologised more than he did in the after-match press conference. And will he remain coach for the next three or four years? I'm not sure. But one thing uh, is certain that rugby in Australia has some big issues and it's more than uh, who's coaching the team. I think the strength of rugby league is certainly having a huge impact on rugby. In in Australia, rugby is has always been a private school mm. sport, um, and it remains that. But now we're hearing uh, stories of um, boys who are, are going to private schools, doing very well in rugby and playing for uh, New South Wales and Australian schoolboys. And then they, uh, when they finish school, they get poached by uh, rugby league. So uh, we're not having the, uh, the 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 quality of players uh, stay in the game. And I don't know whether that comes down to money or or uh, drive or, or ambition or a bit of uh, bit of um, remembering uh, how good we once were. But uh, we'll, um, we'll certainly see in the next little while. And good to see that New Zealand is, is still in there. And uh, speaking of rugby league, we've got the grand final on Sunday, the Brisbane Broncos versus the Panthers. Uh, Brisbane too strong for the Warriors, unfortunately, on the weekend. They were. And, there were uh, nice moments in that game. Could have done without that forward pass or the, the two forward passes. Uh, yes. Brad, but anyway, we I, won't linger on that. It's not good for you. I, I saw that, and I—I yeah. uh, I don't know why they can't review forward passes. But uh, would you go? Would can't. you go Broncos, Broncos, or Panthers? I don't think either of them are a favourite team here in New Zealand. Well, I—I'm I, a Queenslander, um, so I have to go for the Broncos. And, sure. And I don't think anyone likes the Panthers except the Panthers, <laughs> really. So. <laughs> okay, and you've got a big uh, AFA, uh, big AFL final on Saturday too. 
Yes, Brisbane up against Collingwood on Saturday. Uh, I, I probably won't be watching that. Uh, the women's NRL grand final is also on Sunday. The Newcastle oh. Knights up against the Gold Coast Titans. And, uh, you know, in Victoria, Jesse, they get a holiday for the AFL. Uh, they're having it on oh. Friday. Gosh. They do, and they get one for the Melbourne Cup horse race as well. It's 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 hard being a Sydney sider and and seeing uh, our Victorian uh, uh, friends are always on holidays for sporting <laughs> events. <laughs> Great to have you on, as always, Brad. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jesse. Each Tuesday, our correspondent from across the ditch, Brad Foster.